Hello, welcome back to the Student Pages podcast. Uh, I'm Finlay Christie. We've got Sam Tompkins here in the studio. How are you doing, Yo, Sam? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And you're you're from Brighton. Yeah. So do you? Because I've seen uh, quite a lot of videos of you of you busking around mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. Is that something you've always done? Yeah. Well, that's how I started music. So um, I've tried to keep it going, but at this point now, I'm I when I busk, it's got to a point where there's quite there's a lot of people that turn up there beforehand, and afterwards it's quite an intense thing because there's no people just are, are there. Do you know what I mean? Like right in front of your face. There's mm. no like like. Uh, separation so after i've stopped like it's a bit of a crazy like everyone comes in so i'm just like whoa so um just had to like give it a breather for a bit because it just gets me anxious oh fair enough i can imagine it's quite an intense thing to do especially just if you know bus before and you just set up somewhere on the street and busking's busking's the best thing and i always say this for new artists especially if you play an instrument because um when people stop they, they, they're, and like listen to you it's because they want to mm. say like the only thing I could kind of put it close to is like supporting an act um, at a show or doing your own show obviously but supporting an act at a show and obviously in the venue you might have people that are talking the whole time or if, when you're supporting another artist because you're not the artist they've come to see um, so they'll either listen and be quiet or they won't and um, I find that um, when you're busking People are always just stood there watching you, and that's that's all they care about because they've literally stopped their day to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean, so um, yeah, it's and you get a really nice organic following from that, and people can know exactly what they're getting artist-wise. Yeah, when you when when they see you, and it's it's great. Uh, it's funny. I actually remember because it was a long time ago when I was at school. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a video of you that my friend had shared or something, and I looked for it the other day, but I couldn't find it again from a long time ago. Yeah. And you were in a park in Dulwich, and you were doing wow. You were doing money, money on my mind. You're doing like an acoustic wow. cover. Yeah, this is from a long, long time ago. That's crazy. That was, yeah. So that was, jeez, man. Uh, that was in 2014. So mm. I would have been about 17 then. Yeah. Um, that I remember that. That's crazy that you. you <laughs> remember, yeah, I, I put I privatized a lot of my videos on YouTube because um, I like start when I released my first EP. I kind of wanted to start again um, and not focus on the covers anymore because I was doing covers and stuff. But like I'd written such an enormity of my own work yeah. that I wanted to just be known as that. I think I'll get to a point where I release put them back out because they're only private. I can put them out anytime. But wanted it to be like if you saw me on YouTube you it would just be my own music. Yeah. But that was a great I remember watching that but you have an amazing voice by the way. Thank you, man. Such an amazing Thank voice. You. And you must have been because because that video is so I mean how how long have you been kind of busking and, and practicing singing like So that that was the year after I'd started music. So 2013 I'd started music and the way I started was I was in Brighton. I was it was just after my 16th birthday. My mum had given me like a little bit of money to go have a nice day with. Mm. And I basically pissed it all away. <laughs> and um I went into this shop, um, it's called Route One, which is like a skate shop in um, the lanes in Brighton. Yes, my guy. Um, it's like a, a shop like in the lanes in Brighton, and um, there was this hat, and it was like a it was a snapback, because at that time, snapbacks, were, everyone was wearing them. I was like, I want this snapback, because I'm a hat guy, obviously. <laughs> and um, I 
realised I had no money left. So um, my mates were like, oh, you can, I've heard you sing a little bit on the bus and stuff. You should go out and busk. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But then somehow they convinced me and I put my current hat that I already had down on the floor. I couldn't play guitar, just started singing. And um, yeah, I just sung. And then within like 20 minutes, half an hour, I'd got the money that I wanted for the nice. hat. And then I went and bought that hat. And um, and then I just started doing it more and more. But busking has always been so important because it's, you know, it's, it's where I began, really. It's where the story began. And it's nice to have that connection with my city as well in Brighton. Yeah. And the people of it. Because the people of Brighton are just amazing. Brilliant. I, I, I went to Brighton the other week, actually. Yeah. The first time. I went to... For the first time? The first time, How yeah. old are you? I'm 20. You're 20, and the first time you went to Brighton's when you're 20. Jeez, man, you got to go younger than that. I just, w- I just went for an afternoon. I went yeah. to... Uh, Hell's Kitchen, Where? the sandwich oh, that's shop. that's in the lanes, isn't it? Yeah, that's like that does um big sandwiches. Yeah, massive sandwiches. Yeah, I've heard. I, I need to have one of those. Is it nice? You not been there? No, uh, there's a lot of places. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. I like your beach as well. Yeah, the beach is all right. It's only nice when it's it's sunny though. Like it's not nice when it's windy. Yeah, like, like any beach. And also, I, I I like pebble beaches. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm, I have a preference to sand beaches, though. That's my preference. Most people, because I never like. I go I, every year. I go to <laughs> I go to the beach, and I'm like, this is the day I'm gonna go for a swim. Yeah. And then it's just awful because the walk down, you've got barefoot, and you have to like traipse down. You're like feet are getting like hurt by the pebbles, and you get in the sea, and that's horrible. You, have you you've been swimming in the in, on, in yeah, Brighton Beach? I, w- I went three times this year, and every time I regretted it. But. In hindsight, it was fun. Fair enough. Mm. And um, God, so so you were, so you've been busking for a long time. Was it always the same kind of music that you were doing? Uh, mo- yeah, it was like covers. Um, I I think when I started, it was just like what songs I liked at the time. And then as I've got older, I've gained like a, a kind of idea of the kind of songs I like to cover and and also the songs I like to sing of my own and. It's more like as I've got older, I've I've realised what's like sonically what kind of music I like the most. So yeah. I suppose yeah, it's all very similar the you, whole way through. You do do a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, acoustic stuff that you do, kind of like seen on YouTube. Do you think because because obviously you've got such a nice voice, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of really uh, suits like a, a, like acoustic music as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, you'd ever release like an acoustic album? Um. That's a question I get a lot, and I think the answer to that would be, if if my head was in the right place to do that, then mm. sure. Um, at the moment, I love just building instrumentation in my tracks and like, like putting as much different ideas in as as possible. But I think um, I like the idea of doing a stripped back album at some point. Maybe I'd do a a, a project. And then have like a B side where I do all the tracks, yeah, acoustic, so people can choose which ones they like the most. I ha- always like that concept quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. How do you go about writing songs then? What's your process? A lot of the time, I write it on the guitar, like just on my guitar. A lot of the time, I write it in a room where the guys got maybe someone's put some chords down, the producer's put some chords down, they write over the chords, or sometimes I do it very structured. So like, we'll have the beat completely made, and I would have help produce it and stuff and then we get into it and I'm like right I'm going to do the verses now I'm going to do the chorus but sometimes I'm walking down the street and I've got a melody in my head so I voice note it it can be be anything but um, yeah like the the guitar's a good one but 
um, I got to a, po- a point like last year where I was like, I feel like I can't write with the guitar anymore. So I learnt loads more on the guitar, and then I was able to do more um, experiment, like different experiment with like different chords and stuff. But um, yeah, I th- I'd say that it, there's no like one way of writing for me. It's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of lyrics, is that mm. do you need to be in the right kind of mind frame to write lyrics? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, like I, yeah, definitely. I, f- I find right like the lyrics, side, like the melody side is is like all right, but lyrics I I've realised how important they are to me. So I have to be in the right like mind state to even write a song these days, just to make sure it's correct. Like, so like the inspiration has to come from somewhere or do you sit down and write lyrics or? Um, inspiration has to come from somewhere in, uh, it, at the moment it's some, something that is to do with me that's kind of that's either I've struggled with or something I, I imagine would be nice if it happened to me or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like for instance I've written a song about um, it's called Oh Boy and it's, a, it's about a, a, a kid's relationship with his dog and um, I never had a dog but I put myself in the position into which like, I always wanted a dog as a child and yeah. I put myself into that position and wrote that song in the with the perspective of me if I did have a dog if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. and um, I've kind of I've gotten to the point where like I'm tired I'm kind of like I write a lot of music that's like helps helps me through stuff but it comes out quite um, uh I suppose like quite melancholic and um, I've gotten to a point now where I'm kind of wanting to write some more like uplifting songs for me because it's it's very it's very like easy being that songwriter that everyone goes to to be to be depressed <laughs> but like you gotta think like I've got to think about my own mental health a lot of the time and just be like right now I'm gonna write a song about something that makes me feel good and then I can make it for other people as well Fair enough. Is that is that a, an issue that's very important to you, like mental health? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Well, I've I've lost friends. I've I've n- nearly lost family members, um, and you you got you got to look after it, man. It's it's your your mind is the most fragile thing about you, I think. So the idea that um, you may not like the the idea that someone can go their whole life not taking care of it. Is, is really quite scary. So I think if, if I'm an artist and I've got a platform and I've got these followers that actually listen to me um, and listen to my music, then I think I have a responsibility to talk about what's, what's that important. Mm, definitely. It's definitely important right now. Absolutely. I, and by the way, congratulations on your on your EP. Oh, thanks, man. How's, how's things, how's life been since yeah. uh, you got it released? Uh, amazing, man. Um, I actually sp- I spent the first few days with my girlfriend in Rome. So... Um, I, tr- I was it, we were celebrating Not our anniversary. Bad. Yeah, it's amazing. And I I was checking my phone a little bit, and she's amazing. She's great. She like tells me um, it's okay to she's just understanding of what I do, you know. And that's what can be quite rare. Um, and uh, that was really nice. And I got home, and I've just had so much love, lovely like praise from it. And also like on top of that, um, I think that. Um, the messages I get are like the coolest thing. Like, like people, like I've I've seen like other artists and the way they res- they, I, just, I suppose like speak to their fans and engage with their fans. But like I like to like keep a a good relationship with mine in terms of like you can talk to me about your f- your feelings. Like if I can't, get oh back well, to you, then I can't. But most of the time I'll I'll try and respond. You know, I feel like th- that's very unique. Yeah, well, a lot like 
I'm sure it's it's gotten to the point where I can't, I literally physically can't respond to everyone. But like, I'll get like really long messages, and I'll and I'll tr- and I'll do my best to like not. I I try not to give advice as such because I don't want anyone just thinking that I am the key to fixing. But it's it's more like I just try and like let them know that they're heard, you know. And that's what these kids want. Is like the people, the people that follow me tend to be that you know. I feel like we're all kind of outcasts a little bit, right? Um, so, I've, I've, I, what I, what I'd like to think is that they're all a little bit like me in the sense that they don't feel like they quite fit in in everyday life. But there is a group of people that do understand them, and that's that's what I want my fan base to feel. Nice. So, do you do you do you make friends with people who are your like? Do you what is this? Is this kind of you correspond with them mm. on, tw- on you know, online or something, or do you meet them after shows? Or um, well, I mean, it's just corresponding online and stuff. Like we speak online, and if they're at a show, that hundred percent, I'll yeah I'll speak to them. Um, and you have people I meet everyone after the show. Like I come yeah. out of the show and I'll meet everyone, like for sure. Like I come outside, and if anyone's at the venue that uh, that's is still there, they'll definitely see me and speak to me. And like you that. have people that have been following you. Like right from the beginning. Yeah, they're the ones. The ones that right from the beginning. Like when I was like sixteen, seventeen, they're the ones I, I'd call. I'd call friends at this point. Like yeah. actual actual friends because um, they've re- like they they've re- they really care about me. And they're je- like you can't you can't know someone or know of someone for five years as as intensely as they know me. And to be fair, I know them and not be friends with them. You know. Yeah. They, well, they must be they must be proud of you man doing uh, I, you think, your, I hope so your track you did a your track with JK recently yeah that was cool how was that how did that come about that was wicked um, the the track with JK was it was a bit of a weird one we were in a session with um, someone else and it wasn't the, I, I don't know what it was but I don't think the, the track was just quite what we wanted to do uh-huh. and then um, I, we'd already been in correspondence before then and um like I was like, oh, come in the studio. I think I've got a vibe for us. And then I sent him Faded, uh-huh. and he like all it was was like kind of like mumbling and like just melodies. And then like he just before he got to the studio, I fleshed it out, and then he came and laid down his verse so easily as well. Yeah, just easily as anything, mate. He's it's amazing. A sick verse. Yes, it was amazing. Really, what's he? What's he like? Charismatic guy. He's he's funny. Like he's just funny. He's got, he's got a lot of charisma, but he's like he's quite quiet sometimes as Is well. He? Okay. Yeah, he, he when he's in in his space, like he's he's quite quiet and keeps himself to himself. But I I can tell when he's with friends and like with people he trusts and cares about, he's like really loud and has a good time. Yeah, I think that's my fa- favorite kind of person. He seems like the most Birmingham guy ever. Oh yeah, Birmingham through and through. Yeah, proper Brummy. Uh, is there other people that you want to collaborate oh, with? Oh, there's in the loads, future? man. I was just talking to my manager about. Um, Rex Orange County's new album, and I think that's an incredible album. Have you heard it? Wicked. Not yet, no. Do you like Rex Orange County? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the album's, like, brilliant. Like, really, really brilliant. So nice, I'd man. like to work with him at some point. I don't know if that would ever happen, but it'd be nice to think that that sort of thing can happen. Love that. Are there any... Um, actually, I'm going to ask, what's, your, what's your, been your favourite gig you've played so far? Like, Is there, like, a big gig or, like, a gig you're really proud of? Yeah, there is, actually. There's one that stands out, and it's... Um, this year I played a show in Hamburg for their like one of their tastemaker festival festivals mm. called uh, I think it's like Reaper Barn or something, and um, that is like an that's that's that was that was really cool because 
um, Hamburg's. I think Reeperbahn's like the. Like, I think it's like the strip of Hamburg or something. But it's like it's so much going on and really loud and just fun. But the the crowd, it was like an industry crowd, like. But it was. They were super respectful the whole way through the song, not not talking. They would like be quiet, uh. and then afterwards they were super loud and really engaging with me, and that was one of my favorites. I was like, I think that that's one that stands out right now. And that was about three hundred and fifty people, but it was like such a nice room. The the like it was like I don't know what that it was built on because it was like there was like gargoyles on the wall. It was like a really weird like venue but it was just it was just beautiful like it was a brilliant show nice were you going around europe or were you just doing hamburg or? um i was in berlin the day before and then i did a show in hamburg um germany is an amazing country i've really oh yeah oh, i love berlin yeah Berlin's ne- beautiful. never been to hamburg before. hamburg's definitely worth going to hamburg's a little bit different but it's only like an hour from berlin so i got the train uh-huh and that was yeah, it's magic. It was a great, great show. And when you when you go to kind of European cities and you do shows, do you sort of hang around afterwards and do other I stuff? I try to, but a lot of the time I've done like things I've done. I've done tours. I did a little tour around Europe and Amsterdam, Berlin, Istanbul, and oh yeah, mate. yeah, that's it, and London. But um, when I was there, I try and do stuff. But when you're doing a tour, you mostly only get one day there. Yeah, and like I got to rest up and stuff, so I try and see what I can. And most of these European cities have those electric scooters that you just like. Don't tap talk your card to me on. about those electric like, scooters. Man, wisdom on them and that is so fun, man. So I just spent my time doing that, man. I honestly, the electric scooters. You talk about the the lime ones. Yeah, 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 the lime ones. Come I, on, because I'm living in uh, I'm living in uh, Lyon at the moment. Lyon in France. Yeah, and uh, they've got those. And on my first one of my first days, I tried. I got on one of them. I was really drunk. Yeah. And I fell over, oh, and I've still. Drunk. This was like two months ago, you and I've sausage. still got this huge scar all the way up yeah, my arm. Sausage, mate. That is sausage moves, mate. <laughs> Can't get. And they they tell you don't get on the line if you're inebriated. I know. What did you do? You inebriated yourself and then got on the line. But it it was. It. But it was. Um. I didn't get the. I didn't get the alert because it was someone had left it on. So it was a free oh. lime. <laughs> So I was, thank you. Come on. I know, I and I was, that. I was, the thing what I was trying to do was, I was trying to go, I was trying to see how tight I could make the turning circle. So I was trying to do, not donuts, but I, I, was, I was trying me, to do like a really... Me and my manager did that at, in Berlin. We were, there was like a, outside, they had like a parking, it was like a car park, but they, it would go around and it was like a small like circle. Yeah. So we were just racing around there for time. Like we, <laughs> we must have done like... 60 laps of it but I know it's, it, I know what you mean you're like trying to cut the corner as close yeah. as you can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I see some, really some kids are so good at those yeah at the scooters as well you never see and then because um, in France no one cares about the the helmets oh, you're no, supposed you to wear a helmet. helmet anywhere I've gone no. I've had limes no, but I feel like you're, you're supposed to I feel like if you're riding a, an electric scooter and wearing a helmet yeah. It's fun to have fun. No one wants to wear a helmet. No. I'm just joking. Everyone wear a helmet. <laughs> that's what I um. That's how I get to to uni in the morning in France when I is when it I, My when God. I'm late. I'll get I'll get on a lime. Yeah, get, I'm grab going a to baguette LA in December, and um, that's where my my intense love for um, limes and birds. They have things called birds there. Oh yeah, they've got Ubers, birds in Lyon. Yeah, yeah, Uber scooters. No way. Yeah, really, really. Some of them are really fast as well. So. I have a good time on them. I'd go to, I'd literally go to sessions, even if they're like two and a half miles away, and it would be cheaper to get an Uber. I'd just be like, nah, I'm scooting. Yeah, get on my scoot. I love there those I scooters, man. They're so good. They're illegal here. 
I know, but I still see shops with them selling them, which is a bit weird. Really? Yeah, I went past the shop the other day selling them. There's one in Brighton. I'm not going to expose them. Oh, there's like a, like a low key it's, lime. It's, yeah, it's a bit weird. No, it's like it's like on the high street. Like it's I, it's weird. It's like you can sell them, but you can't use them. You can. Oh, uh, okay. Like it's it's really strange. It's like you know those um, Segway things. Without the handlebars, yeah, all the rage. Like they got banned in like London. You couldn't use them on the pavement. So like, no one's actually going to stop you. And I don't think. Maybe no, they I will. don't think so. They're, They're great though. Maybe they will. They're, they've got the line bikes, the electric bikes, but they don't. It's hard to tell if. Yeah, they really... I, I, I think what it is is that like, and this is just me being the conspirator, if that's the word, <laughs> that I am. But I think all it is is that you know, it's. It's a really helpful way and a really a cost-effective way of getting to places, especially within a city. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't make TfL any money. Maybe I'm going to get... I think that's it. Do you know what I mean? It's not making these uh, like government-run... Or, uh, that's a government-run organisation, isn't it, TfL? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Open your mind. Stay woke. That's no, interesting. I, I mean, it could, it could be the fact that Everyone who's ever been on a lime at some point. I haven't. You haven't. I haven't. You haven't busted yourself up. Never busted myself up. Come on, bro. Not inebriated enough. It's, it's going to happen. The yeah. thing is, because oh, okay. the, the more the, no, no, cause the more you ride them, the more confident you get. Yeah. And then one day you're like, I could do a jump on this. I've done my jumps, mate. Have you? Yeah, I've done my thing. You know, I haven't, I haven't been quite out yet, but you know, maybe I'm just the one in one in six billion. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna die on one of those things. They break so hard as well. They do break hard, but that's a good thing, you know. Because also, another thing, do you drive on the road? I don't drive. No, I mean I, I scoot on the road. Scoot on the road. Um, depends. Mm. Depend. There's quite wide pavements in in Lyon, so. Jeez. All right. All right. <laughs> Flex on us. He's flexing the wide pavements of Lyon on us. Nice. No, I think that. We've really had a almost five minute discussion on limes. That is that's why I came here. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, cool. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the sponsorship deal. I hope I, I hope I get one. That would be a dream. I I would turn down all sponsorships to get that one. Oh yeah. Particular. I would wear a lime a lime yeah. hoodie or yeah. I'm wearing, I'm wearing lime pants right now, and they're not even sponsoring me to do it. Are we allowed to talk about like? Are we allowed to just praise lime for ten minutes of the of the you can do it for Podcast. Seconds. Are you going to cut this? We've got forty seconds more to talk about lime. What have? Well, what haven't we said? Um, I t- they're quite stylish. A nice green. The green's a nice color. Yeah, I like that. I think that the green's a good color for the things. They had to do. Um, they had to come up with. Oh, and that was electric bikes. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Student Pages podcast. See you next time. Thanks so much for coming, Sam. Oh, no problem. Thank you.